We have some exciting news. Dr. Lobi's Healed Conference is right around the corner, May 20th and 21st, 2022. Activating Supernatural Healing. Make plans to attend in person at Revelation Church in Semi Valley, California, or attend online through a private YouTube link. Sign up at ProfitLovi.com. Now here's our prophet, Dr. Lovi Elias. I want you to go to Ezekiel chapter 37 and from verse 1. Are you there? Yes. I feel like only the people online are here. Are you there? Yes. Let's read together. One, two, three. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Verse 2. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. Verse 3. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause these bon- can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. One more time. Let's read verse 3 again. One, two, three. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. One more time. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Put your right hand on your head. Say, Father, help me. Father, help me. To understand your word. To understand your word. And to walk in your mysteries. And to walk in your mysteries. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to teach you about the inner eye. Amen. I like this side of the right side is always. That the right side is just so. Look at them, they're still clapping like this. <laughs> I think church is on that side, prophet. I, I think maybe overflow will be better. I don't know. But listen to me. See, sit down for a second. Sit down for a second. You see, every lesson I try to give you is prophetic in order to help you in your prophetic journey. So I'm going to be teaching you about the inner eye. What it means, what it is, and how you can navigate spiritual things. I promise you it will bless you. Now, I want you to understand that we have different kinds of visions vision just means the ability to see to watch or to observe we have spiritual eyes that permit us to see into the spiritual world now a lot of people think they have seen the spiritual world but the truth is very few people have not many people their eyes have been opened spiritually And you will notice in scripture, whenever somebody's eyes were opened, he will tell you, and the Lord opened my eyes. Because your spirit also has eyes, just like your physical body has eyes. But we have eyes of the spirit, which are not internal, but they are used to see things outside of yourself into the world of spirits. 
And when I speak about worlds of spirits, I'm speaking about both the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of light, heaven, and the spiritual world in general. Now, even, demo, even devil worshippers, wizards, and witches have glimpse of the spiritual world. Not in its entirety, not in its fullness, it is impossible because they do not bear light. But because they have a spirit, they have found a way to activate their spirit man in order to see spiritually. So if you meet an advanced witch or wizard, they may know some things, but they cannot alter anything. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, they will see some things. An example is the magicians that were with Herod. They knew a king was being born. They didn't know if it was a physical king or a spiritual king. Nevertheless, they knew a king was coming in. And they knew that he would be born around this time. They knew he should be no more than two years old. And we need to kill him before he takes over. The same thing happened in Egypt. Before Moses was born, they knew that a great deliverer and a great leader was born among them. And this one was not born among the Egyptians. He was born among the Jews. So every Jew that has a child under two years old, we need to kill all those babies because we don't know which one it is. So the wisdom was God hid Moses among the Egyptians and they could not find him. I, I feel like I'm speaking to myself. <laughs> Nevertheless, they could see. They could see into the spiritual realm, but not in its entirety because the spiritual realm is too big. In fact, the right term is world of spirits. That is the correct term, world of spirits, because it is vast in dimensions and in width and in realms and dimension. That's why it's called world of spirits. Uh, the biggest mistake that Christians in general we have, we don't prepare ourselves for the world of spirits. Whether you like it or not, one day you will go there. Every day you come to church, every day you pray, every day you walk with God, you are preparing yourself for your debut in the world of spirits because that's where we are all going. So whether you like it or not, that's why you need to learn these things because one day you will leave this world. Ah, oh, yes, 100%. Whether by rapture or whether by death, the fact is we will leave this world. Hallelujah. I, I feel like when I say these things, people panic. <laughs> it gets quiet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People start looking at me strange like, huh? I shall not die. I shall live. <laughs> so, you have spiritual eyes that have spiritual sight. But we also have visions of the spirit. So the spirit man, even though he has eyes... That permits him to see spiritually. But the spirit man also has spiritual visions. I wish somebody could understand what I'm saying. The inner man can also see his own visions. And these visions are not external but within the spirit of man. Is this making sense so far? Yes. Then we have the soul. 
I've just cut down so that we can move fast and learn and, and move to places. The soul also exists in the soulish realm. Like I always say, and you may not know this, but some who have been listening to me for a long time, you understand this. Your soul actually lives in another world. There is the soulish realm. The spiritual realm, the soulish realm, and the physical realm are different. But all this exists in the spiritual realm. Right now, you are active in the spiritual realm, but you are just active inside of a body. Because this world and this universe as we know it is being sustained by something we cannot see. That is why you get out of the earth. You will see the earth hanging on nothing, but it doesn't make sense. How is it just floating? But you read uh, uh, the book of Job and many other uh, books in the scriptures. It says, uh, who knows where the foundations of the earth are fastened? Uh, The Bible says God rests his foot on the circle of the earth. They knew the earth was round. How it is round, they don't know. Why it is floating, we don't know. It is just somewhere in space. But those who are spiritual have seen their pillars holding the earth. So good. Teaching good, prophet. (laughs) That is why the Bible always says Jesus is the chief cornerstone. It's trying to tell you there is construction that your eyes can't see. Amen. Are you understanding this? So... In the soul, the soul also lives in its own realm. It lives in its own world. Now, the soul is very different from the spirit. But when you are still maturing as a Christian, I won't say baby Christian because that's usually on the insulting side. You think you know, but you actually don't know. But the soul also lives in a world. But the difference between the soul and the spirit is so great. And they are not alike at all, even though both of them are immaterial. Because the soul also is spiritual, but it is just called a different name because it exists different from how the spirit exists. Just like your body exists differently from your soul and your soul from your spirit. They are all different, but they are all nevertheless spiritual. This is why uh, the day of the great resurrection, your body will be raised up again. What is the point of it if it is useless? No, your body is also spiritual. Because those things which are made were made from things which are not seen. So this material earth is actually spiritual because its substance is spiritual. It is just materialized physically. I feel like I'm teaching too much. But I'm trying to bring you somewhere. So never think you're not spiritual. That is actually a lie. You are just not aware of your spiritual nature. Is this making sense so far? Yes. So the soul also is separate from the spirit. And the soul's ways are different from the spirit's ways. But when you are mature and growing spiritually... You cannot make a distinction between your soul and your spirit. That is why the Bible says it like this. The word of God is sharper than a double-edged sword. In separating soul from spirit. Part of spiritual maturity is not that you are so intelligent. It is not that you can pray. 
but spiritual maturity and and what proves that the word of God has entered you is the ability to actually distinguish between the soul and the spirit. Because a Christian who cannot tell what is the soul, what is the spirit, will always be confused about what God wants, where God wants them to be, where God wants them to go. Amen. Why? Because the heart is deceitful above all things. If you don't know how to separate, your own soul will deceive you. Not the devil. Your own soul. Are we going somewhere? Yes. So now, the soul is growing in the sense that the soul does not have foreknowledge. The soul can only operate with past knowledge. And the soul cannot think of what it has not been fed. The soul cannot operate outside of the jurisdiction of information introduced to it. So the strength of the soul is measured by the correct information that goes into it. Okay, let's pray and finish. I'm trying to bring you somewhere before we actually go deep into it. Because if I teach you what I want to teach you without laying this groundwork down, you will not know where to direct this information. Amen. So your soul is operating only with the information that you have been taught. You wear clothes that you've seen others wear. Whether consciously or subconsciously. You eat what you've seen others eat. You did not go in the field and invent something to eat. No. People already did that. You either like it or you don't like it. You may add some salt. (laughs) But we are just recycling what has been done because the soul functions better when it has been given information. This is why uh, uh, the devil understood the condition of Adam and Eve. That when he approached them, he did not approach them spiritually. But he tested the spiritual intellectualness and the spiritual information that Eve was operating with in the soul. Because when God blew into man, man became a living soul. So man was limited only to what he was told. He did not have access to his spirit in order to have foreknowledge and past knowledge and the consistent mind of God for every second. So the devil comes to Eve and says, Eve, uh, did God say that you should not eat of any tree? You see, he tricked Eve in order to know what Eve knows. And Eve says, no, that's not true. God said we can eat of every tree except that one. Are you getting what I'm saying? What the devil did was he tried to dig and see if what information God gave them concerning that tree. He could not go after them, trick them because he did not know what they know. I'm here to tell you the devil is only attacking you because he knows who you have been talking to. He knows where you have been going. The moment he understands that you know it differently, he will leave you alone. 
This is what the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. There are attacks that the devil is not trying to possess you. He's trying to, to pervert what you know so that you can self-destruct. Because he knows you go to Revelation Church, demons can't enter there. And if a demon enters, that demon will be arrested. Come on. So the demon knows, let me just confuse you. So that you're confused consistently. I can visit you when you're not where Prophet Lovi is. Is this making sense so far? Yes. We are going somewhere. Touch your neighbor say we are going somewhere. We are going somewhere. So, so capture this by the Holy Spirit. Capture this by the Holy Spirit. Capture this by the Holy Spirit. The soul is only functioning with what it has been fed. This is why when the devil also came to the Lord Jesus while he was fasting, he told him, if you are the son of God, why did he question him? Obviously, demons know Jesus is the son of God. But Jesus had been fasting. His body is weak. He is hungry. Satan knew. Let me see if he is still convinced. So good. So good. That he is the son of God. Because the scriptures say, I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Or their children beg for bread. Here is Jesus randomly in the wilderness, 40 days, 40 nights, no food, no water. He is hungry. Let me see if he still believes. Do you still believe when things are difficult? Do you still believe when things are not favorable? Do you still believe when people turn against you? Yes. Do you still believe if every door is closed? Yes. All these tests is to see what is going on inside of your soul. So good. Trust me, we haven't even gone into the teaching we're getting there. <laughs> see, see, see for two seconds, we're going somewhere. So the soul, this is why the Bible says it like this. We do not move by what? Sight. But we move by what? Faith. A lot of people don't understand what the Bible is saying here. An example is, uh, let me give you an example of the soul's sight. You're trying to get to Revelation Church, but you've never been there. So you keep passing. And then you call somebody. You know, in Africa, our addresses are non-existent. Now, by God's mercy, they've become better. So if you gave somebody direction, you needed to give them landmarks. When you pass by that tree, you'll see a big oak tree. There will be two, two, two cows on the side. They're always tied there. What if that day there are no cows? <laughs> you'll see a red gate. And then there'll be a blue and then a red gate. On your corner on the right... You will see me standing right there. The funny thing is when you get there, you realize there's 50 red gates. If you don't stand in the right spot, ah, for hours you... Here it's easy, 580 East Easy Street, pam, pam, pam. You get there. In Africa, ah. 
is deep. <laughs> you put it in Google Maps, Google will say, I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. I remember we were kids. Where do you live? You know that red gate at the corner? Yes, that's our house. Then you get there, but there are two red gates, the faded one. <laughs> Where are my African people? Wave your hand. You know this is true. <laughs> you know this is 100 million percent true. This is true. <laughs> so capture this by the Spirit. But when you get there, and you pass and familiarize yourself with that area and they tell you, no, 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 look on your left. You've already passed it. They say, no, it's behind you. You see where you saw that red uh, tree? Then you say on the side, oh, oh, I see, I see. You are not looking physically. But within your soul, what you saw created images in your mind. Wow. That gave you a map that you can go back there because... Now the map makes sense. So when the Bible says we do not move by sight, it is telling you we don't move by sight given to you by men. An example, the doctors may say you're dying. The doctor may say you're dying. That already creates images and pictures within you. I don't have a lot of time. I may, I may go at any time. This and Notice immediately you are beginning to see something based on what you are told. Some of you, you will never make it, has become the sight that your soul sees every time you work on something. Come on. Because somebody looked at you and said, you will never make it. No matter what you do, you will fail. Every time you're doing something, even though physically you want to do it, but your soul has already painted a picture, you have already failed. So your soul has sight based on information. And inquiring. That is how your soul gains sight. But the soul also possesses inner sight outside of the information that people have spoken to you the soul also possesses inner sight the spirit operates with what we call open visions closed visions trances all these are experiences of the spirit not the soul but the soul and also the spirit has uh, 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 what we call spiritual visions. These are all different. Maybe prophetic school, I'll cover them and show you which, which is the easiest one to build on and then you upgrade and upgrade. The soul also has sight. And, and I've discussed uh, other than the information that you receive that gives you the map and directs you to know where you're stepping. The soul also has its own inner sight. Inner sight. Somebody say inner sight. Inner sight. Look at your neighbor, say inner eye. Inner eye. Now, the soul has also the ability to see based on faith, based on what God has spoken, that there is no physical evidence for. 
Everything in the physical says it is impossible. But God said it. So the soul begins to see it because the soul believes God. Is this making sense so far? Yes. Now, why am I teaching you this? Because there is a beautiful dimension of prayer that I want to introduce it to you. And if you master this dimension of prayer, you can pray every second and nobody will know that you are praying. But this language touches the heart of God faster. And it is the easiest way. I feel like I'm communicating with myself. It is one of the easiest way to actually speak to God. And it is the most authentic way, if I should say. Why am I saying authentic? Because... If you use this, it is easy, it is difficult for you not to be convinced. It is difficult for you not to be in agreement within yourself. You cannot do this while faking it. If you even try to fake it, you will find that it has become real. There is no toe-stepping with it. You do it once, twice, you'll find yourself gone. And you'll find yourself in a different dimension. Amen. Let me show it to you now. Now, let's go deep into it. Now, Ezekiel 37 from verse 1. Let me read it and then I will show you some verses and then we'll go into it. The hand of the Lord was upon me. And carried me out in the spirit of the Lord. And sat me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones. Verse 2. And caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. Verse 3. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Now, if you know anything about the spiritual realm, there are no bones there. Okay, I went too fast. Let me, let me, let me slow down. Let me slow down. Let, let me slow down. I'm about to bring you somewhere. <laughs> I'm about to take you somewhere. <laughs> Let's do James chapter 1 verse 5. James chapter 1 verse 5 to 8. Let's do that first. Then I'll come back here. And, 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 and tell you why God was asking him this question. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God. That giveth to all men liberally. And apprehendeth it not. And it shall be given him. Verse 6. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea that driveth the wind and tosses. And tosses. Right? What does verse 7 say? Let's go to verse 7. 
For let not, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. So when you pray to God, God is observing the vision of your soul. He's not observing what you're saying. He's observing if you can see what you're saying without wavering when you're seeing it. Because if you cannot see it, then you cannot ask for it. Uh, sit for two seconds. Let me help you to see it clearly. Let me help you to see it clearly. Who can see it now? I can see it. God is saying it this way. He's not saying, you see, there is a difference between doubt okay, and unbelief. Unbelief is, I have no confidence in God. Doubt is, I don't think it can happen. Are you getting this? Unbelief is, I have no confidence in God. I don't trust God. God cannot do it. So if God says he will bless me, I don't believe that he has the capacity to deliver what he said. That is what unbelief is. Doubt is, I have tried it before and it didn't play out. If I think about it logically, I don't see how it will happen. So I am not sure. Not that I don't believe God. I know God can do it. I just don't know if he can do it for me. Is somebody listening to me? This is now unbelief. But the good news is this. God actually is not against you unbelieving. God is not even offended when you doubt. That is why the Bible says, try. God says, try me. Because I will take all those doubts and unbelief away. You will know who I am. The problem is, with your soul, God has brought you through victories that you consider small. Because your end goal is billions, which is not bad, which is good. Look at your neighbor, say it is good. It is good. But you are not watching and observing the little steps that you're making towards the billion. That's good, prophet. You consistently measure your progress from this side saying it is too far. Come on. Yet of measuring it from this side saying I am uh, getting closer. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. If you understand that you're getting closer, then you keep account of where you are from. Yes. Mm. And if you keep account of where you are from, your faith and your sight is strengthened. And if it is strengthened, you are able to push forward. Your vision will be clear even when people doubt you. Your vision will be strong even things when they are not favorable. Because you know your, your soul is seeing everything through the past experience. If he did it yesterday, yes. he will do it today. Yes. And he will do it tomorrow. Yes. Every one of you was afraid of tomorrow at some point. Yes. 
what will I eat? What will I wear? How will it be like? True. But tomorrow came and you survived and you're still here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like you will not make it. You are at the end of yourself. But the end of yourself came and you realized you have more of yourself. Yes. All these things are designed to empower the soul so that the inner eye may begin to see. Sit down for two seconds. Sit down for two seconds. You're helping the nations, prophet. Notice what the Bible is saying clearly. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Let him who does not know how to apply this secret ask God who will give them the ability to apply it. If you ask for something, don't be like the seed that moves left and right. Let not that man, let that man not think that he can get anything from God. God is always watching your soul because the prayer that you make, you don't just make it by what you say. God is not listening to Father God. I love you so much. Thank you for this day. God is not listening to every single word in that way. If you've ever had a spiritual encounter, what you really do is this. You take the experience of what you have seen and you give God the videotape. And God watches it and knows exactly what you want. Too good. I don't know if somebody got it. Let me give you an example. Have you ever had those moments? How many people daydream? All the time. You find yourself doing something, you're gone, and then you oh, you're back. Imagine if you did that the right way. Hey. Uh, you didn't get it. You're helping. At that moment, your body, your soul, and your spirit have agreed. They are observing, watching something. That you are telling. That you are showing. The question is, who are you showing it to? Is this making sense so far? Yes. You can sit down and show God what you want. You don't need to use your words. My God. Let me go to people who want to hear this. We are going somewhere. Now, now watch this. Let me show it to you even closer. Matthew chapter 6 from verse 22. Matthew 6 from 22. Listen to this. The light of the body, not the spirit the light of what? The body. Is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, what does it mean? If your mind is focused. This is speaking about the inner eye. Some of you, your attacks is because one day you are here. The next day you are here. The next day you are here. The next day you are there. Hopscotch. If your mind is divided, God will not, he knows that you're not ready. God knows you're. 
That is why God doesn't like lukewarmness. Lukewarmness means that you are in between. You have not decided. If you are cold, God can make you hot. If you are hot, God will keep you hot. But if you are lukewarm, he will spit you out because God doesn't like people who are not decisive. God doesn't like people who are all over the place because confusion 99.99% of the time is a sign of demonic manifestation. It is a sign of demonic influence. Yeah. Don't don't know some people say I bind myself. <laughs> Every time you've been confused, there is a demon fighting you. Oh, 100%. This is a, a million percent true. Listen to this. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, meaning this eye was supposed to see one thing at a time. It was not supposed to look at 10 things at the same time. Many of you are already worried about yesterday, tomorrow, the future. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Today already has enough trouble. Amen. You have already planned 20 years in advance. Instead of just taking it day by day, you will die of blood pressure, heart attack for no reason. Jesus is telling you don't. Thy whole body shall be full of light. Verse 23. But if thine eye be evil... Meaning that you can focus that same eye and focus it on evil. Not what will bring you any good. The same eye that can be focused to see good things can be divided into good and bad. But can also focus on just bad things. Thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? If the light in you has become darkness, what does that mean? Everything that you are seeing, if you don't see an end result that is beneficial, how deep, how deep, how great is the doom and gloom that is already upon you? Mm. Some of you, what you need to pray for is not God. Bless me. Many of you, you need to start seeing yourself blessed. Amen. Amen. You didn't hear me. It is not just remember, the Bible already says, you are blessed. Just because I have not seen it doesn't mean I am not. Jack, Jacob was loved by God. Yet his father, his mother, they despised him. It did not change the fact that God loves him. Just because you are broke doesn't mean you're not a millionaire. Amen. Let me find somebody. It's on this side, prophet. Just because you are sick doesn't mean you do not have divine health. Amen. Just because you are sleeping outside does not mean you, have, you don't have homes. Amen. The problem is... You are living the life 
according to the outward man, not the inward man. And you're not seeing things according to the inner man. Are you listening to me? Can you capture this by the Holy Spirit? Yes. Is is this making sense to you? Yes. When you learn how to navigate this, things become different. So God takes Ezekiel. Let's go back to Ezekiel, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ezekiel 37 from verse... uh, Let's go to verse 4. Verse 4. Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Verse 5. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. Verse 6. And I will lay signways upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7. So I prophesied as I was commanded and as I prophesied there was a noise and behold a shaking And the bones came together, bone to his bone. God is waiting for you to observe and see. Yes. Then God will feed you in order to look and to watch what will happen. It is not just about prayer. It is about praying while seeing a vision of what you are praying. God gives him words. God tells him what he will do and tells him, you say it. Mm. Listen to what the word of God is saying. God is saying, you say it. Why didn't God come from heaven and say, now dry bones? Now remember, God is actually using a language. This, this is why, uh, can I just give you a small secret? Yes. Listen to what he's saying. The hand of the Lord was upon me and God took me by the spirit of the Lord into a valley of dry bones. Are you listening to me? There is nowhere in the spiritual realm where there are dry bones. Because that is the world of spirit. There's there's no flesh. This was a vision that was being shown to his soul. I, I, I wish you could hear what I'm saying. This was a vision that God was showing him to his soul. Because this is the only way he will understand when he comes out of this daydream. That when he looks at Israel, he will no longer see a dead nation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Many of you, your situations are dead because you look and you see death. Come on. But when your vision begins, I'm talking to the wrong people. Church is on this side. When your vision begins to change... When you look and you watch, you only see life. This is why prophecy is so strong. This is why the prophetic is so necessary. This is why it is paramount for you to be in a true, authentic, prophetic church. Amen. This is necessary. 
This is necessary. Listen to me. This is absolutely necessary. Many times when I see people and they come to me for the first time, they, they walk in. I am able to see their lives. Not only because God showed me their life. I can choose to see what is happening. And when I see what is happening, I can choose the verdict that will come to pass. I, I wish you could understand what I'm saying. If you can see a vision, yes. whether be it physically or spiritual, an example is this, Samuel's mother, God closed her womb. Not the devil, God. She can't give birth. She goes before God, cries, cries, cries at the temple, rolls on the ground, praying for years. Even the husband said, listen, I love you the way you are. Is it just about kids? What's your problem? <laughs> kids, kids, kids. No problem. She goes to the temple, fasting and praying. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, fire. Go uh, uh, uh. the, the high priest walks through. He says, who is this? He, he rebukes her. He said, woman, how dare you come to church drunk? Why would you come to church drunk? I'm not drunk. My burden is so heavy. Say, oh, I'm sorry. Go, it is done. Notice. The moment he said it is done, she got up and left. But notice this. While she was crying, she already saw a vision. Yes. She didn't just say, she said, I will get this son. I will give him to you when he reaches a certain age. Yes. And he will be your servant. But as I give you that, make sure my womb stays open so that I can have other kids. I will not be attached to this one. This one is yours. The high priest didn't know what she was praying for. And it was not just words. He came and just said, okay, okay, I'm sorry. In fact, he was wrong. And called her drunk. He said, no, 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 I'm, 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 I'm not drunk. He said, okay. Go. It is done. The woman walks away, pregnant with the exact gender of the child. Exact. 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 Why? The communication was vision to vision with God. He showed God the picture. You see, your words in the spirit mean nothing. Unless they are accompanied by spiritual language, which is vision. So good. If Very vision good. is not attached to your words, they are just words of men. Anyone that speaks must have already weighed the cost of what it would take for them to live through that word. So they have already seen what could come, what could fight them, and they have made up their mind. I am doing it 
anyway. That is what God looks at when he sees people. Let me give you another example. Lot's daughters. Yes. They said, somebody said, oh, oh. <laughs> Lot's daughters. They say, our father has no sons. Let us give him sons. They decided what they will have. You, I don't think you guys are getting it. I'm, it's in the Bible. I'm trying to bring you to a place to understand that just saying God bless me is not enough. When I'm saying God bless me, I am already sitting in my mansion. Yes. I am already going through my bedrooms. Yes. Looking at how many guests I can have in my house. Yeah. I am already seeing the foundations that... I prophesy to somebody that is listening to me. I receive. May the Lord unlock your ability to see visions. I receive. That when you pray, you will pray from the position of visions. Not just words. I receive. Not just, I will make it one day. Father, hear me. Oh, Father. Ah. Yes, hear it though, me, O oh Lord. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name. But when Jesus comes, he doesn't find his language. We know that things that are made were made from things that are not what? Seen. The Bible also says it like this. We know that the worlds were framed by the word of God. All you do when you speak words mm. is you are framing what you have seen. Yee! Somebody didn't hear what I said. You are capturing it. You are taking a picture, snap, and then that picture, you bring it to reality. You're helping the nations. So when you see it, you say it. Uh, you don't say, I am blessed. You don't say, God bless me. When you see it, you use your words as pictures. I am in my house. Yes. Notice what Jesus said about Lazarus. He said, our friend Lazarus is asleep. Why did Jesus say he's asleep? Because Jesus saw himself waking him up saying, my friend, wake up. If Jesus saw it as death, it means he saw it with the vision of man, meaning... There is no way back. So in the language of Jesus, in the vision of Jesus, all he saw was his friend sleeping yes. in a grave. Not dead and buried. <laughs> it doesn't matter how far gone you think that thing is. Yeah. If you address it according to the spirit, yes. it is just... A word away. Yes. Jesus is somewhere. They come to him. Master, please come and help my daughter. She's so sick. She dieth, Lord. Jesus is doing other things and still the man is crying for his child. Somebody comes and says, oh, leave the master. The damsel has died. Jesus says, no, I'm coming. She's asleep. Notice Jesus was excited about that. He wasn't excited if she's just sick. Yes. 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 She's, she's dead. 
Don't bother them. I say, say, oh, I'm coming. Immediately plans changed. Don't worry, she's asleep. What, what, what do you mean? She's sleeping. I'm going to go and wake her up. They are looking, uh, okay. The father is encouraged. They get there, they find people wailing. Yeah. If you go to African funerals, uh, they are deep. They are professional mourners in some countries. Ah, it's deep. There are some times, you know, when I was young, we would go to funerals, and you wonder, you, I've never even seen you. Where did you come from? But the way they will cry. Hey, yesterday. The person was just yet on the phone. Hey. I hated that thing because you realize that people celebrate death. People love to show how sorrowful they are, but they cannot show how blessed, how glorious, how elevated God has made them in life. They just love to cry. They love sorrow. Professional, uh, didn't you see during COVID, that group that loved to make dances with coffee? They went viral because people enjoyed these things. It's weird. So Jesus is getting there. There is a party going on, a, 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 a crying party. Oh, young girl, how could you go so soon? Hey, Jesus is coming. He gets there and says, hey, guys, stop crying. She's asleep. They say, no, how dare you? They even laugh. <laughs> Notice, instead of saying, maybe, you know, this prophet raises people from the dead. Yes. He may have a point. No, they were like, not today. They wanted the girl to die. They wanted her to remain dead. Some of you, because of your vision, you like to, be, to, to have uh, 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 depress yourself, look down on yourself. I will never make it. Things are just so bad for me. Yet Jesus is standing at the, Lord saying, no, at the door saying, your dream is just sleeping. Come on. Receive Your career it. is just sleeping. Receive it. Your marriage is just sleeping. Receive, Receive it. it. Notice, this is a matter of perspective, not spiritual vision. Yes. This is a matter of perspective. Because in the spirit, no one dies. In the soul realm, you can choose it to be death or sleep. In the spiritual realm, there's no graveyards. There's no such thing. Doesn't exist. So Jesus is speaking from his soul. No, she's just asleep. Says everybody out. Only you and your wife and my three disciples. Then Jesus goes in there and grabs the young girl's hand and says, Talita Kumi, young girl, wake up. He means, Miracles are easy. Amen. I receive. Amen. I receive. Divine intervention is easy. Receive. Throughout your life, God has been equipping you. Yes. So that when you get to death situations, you see them as they are sleeping. Yeah. So your prayer comes from another dimension. Yeah. Come on. 
It does not come from a helpless place. Yeah. You see, in your soul, nothing is impossible. In your spirit, all is possible. In your soul, nothing is impossible. In your spirit, all is possible. There is a difference. In your soul, nothing is impossible. Both extremes can happen. In the spirit, all has already been settled. It has already been decided. In the flesh, I don't know. Now you have to decide where your prayer is coming from. This is your decision. Most of your life, angels won't jump from heaven and say, yeah, I will protect you. You're in trouble. No. Most of your life, what God put inside of you is what will keep you. I wish somebody heard what I'm saying. Most of your life, what will keep you is what you learned in the presence of God. Amen. Is what you received when you were praying, when you were in church, when the word of God was entering you. It is what is inside of you. That is why the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are struggling with the world because you don't know what is inside of you. Are you listening to what I'm saying? This is for you to begin to see differently. Amen. Amen. This is why if you're not on like the realms of meditation on my website, go and subscribe because these are the things I'm teaching people to do. How, how many people do Rome truthfully, like realms of meditation? Haven't you noticed your prayers are a little different now? It's like it's, it's different. It's completely different because your approach to prayer has changed. You have realized a quiet time doesn't mean not praying. You can just sit and watch and communicate with God. It is in levels and dimensions. Not everything is not just, Father God, right now, do it. There is a time for that, but not every time. There is a moment for that. Not, Not every moment. There are times you need to do things with finesse. Yes. With ease. Young girl, get up. Lazarus, come out. Not right now. I come out. Sometimes you just need to watch yourself rising above where you are. And you get up out of your vision. And you say, career, come forth. And you watch your career walking out of the tomb. Walking out of... You see yourself coming out of dry places. If you cannot see it, you cannot have it. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, if you cannot see it, you cannot have it. Neighbor, if you cannot see it, you cannot have it. Hallelujah. Shake another neighbor. Tell them, if you cannot see it, you cannot have it. 
you cannot see, see it, it, you, you cannot, cannot have, have it. I want you to tap another neighbor, tell them the same thing again. If you cannot see it, you cannot have it. I will finish with this and then we'll pray. When God created Adam, yes. he created Adam not alone. But God did not reveal what he gave him. God hid it within him. God created, God said, Genesis chapter 126, let us make man in our image and our likeness, let him be like this, like this, like that. Verse 27, Genesis chapter 127, please, quickly. Genesis chapter 127, I want you to see this. So God created man in his image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female. He created one man. But within that man there was a woman. Created he him. Male and female. When God created man he made one man. But within that man. He put another man in there. The day that that man will realize. That he wants somebody else. Is when God will bring that person out. If you read Genesis chapter 2, Genesis chapter 2, something interesting happens. God forms Adam from the dust of the earth. And God brought animals to Adam yes. so that he can name them. But while he was naming them, the Bible says that Adam could find no help mate between the animals. There was something inside of him driving him. To look for somebody else. Then the next verse says, And God said, It is not good for man to be alone. Yes. So you will be alone until you see you need somebody, then God will say, It is not good. God will only second what you have said. Wow. God did not begin by saying, You will never be alone. Mm -mm. He knows you will need it. He puts it there and... Stays quiet and watches you. The day you see it, Adam began to see his life and realize what I'm about to do. If I could have another one like me. What did God do when he was making Eve? The Bible says that God put him into what? I can't hear into what? Sleep. What happens when you sleep? Dream. <laughs> the problem with you, you think God put him to sleep so he can perform surgery. No. No. I just taught you something. Yes, you did. Catching it. It wasn't about taking a rib. That's not what it's about. The rib simply means God took an integral part of him, took something out of him. That's all it's telling you. That she came from his side. What does that mean? She was always standing next to him like this. 
That is why when he came out of the vision, look at this. When he came out of the vision, he knew exactly who she was. Yeah. He didn't come out of the vision and say, uh, who are you? Where did you come from? Right. What? Why do you have long hair? Why are you... When he came out of it, he woke up. He said, this is what I've been seeing. Yeah. This is the bone of my bone flesh. Yeah. He knew exactly. Yeah. He knew exactly. Hallelujah. He didn't come out and say, Father, confirm for me. I need confirmation. And even when she stood in front of him, He's the one who began to say, flesh of my... He, began, he shows you that he had seen a vision far beyond what you see. He began to say, for this reason, a man will leave his father and yes, mother. Yes. Notice there was no father and mother that existed. It's too much. Nothing like that existed. But he saw a vision far years down. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and go and be joined with his wife and they will become one flesh. You teach in the Bible. You he began to now show. He's no longer saying, Father, do it like this. No, he's declaring his vision. After I did all that, then God said, <clears throat> okay. The Bible says he, God blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. If you don't see this vision, you just find somebody according to the flesh. You're fine. I'm fine. We can be fine together. God can't even bless it because there's no future. You didn't see anything beyond you being cute together. You didn't see anything beyond going to the Bahamas. Teach. Teach. Taking vacation somewhere in a tropical place. You didn't see anything beyond that. You just saw, yeah, you know, we're going to make a lot of kids. Mm -hmm. You didn't see beyond that. You didn't see purpose far down beyond that. You just saw, mm, dang, all right. When I pull up, everybody was going to be like, ooh. You did your thing, bro. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't see anything beyond that. God, what, what, what is God blessing? Because God blesses something that is in motion. Come on. God doesn't bless something that just looks good. He has to be something that provides something. Yeah. Let me show you this. To the point that Adam is the one who is labeling Eve. Because God never said Eve. God yes. never said that. God never even said woman. All these are things that Adam said. She shall be called Eve because she's the mother of all living. He's the one who said that. Not because God said. He saw a vision. He already saw biology. <laughs> he saw how the whole thing was going to go. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? Genesis chapter 5. We are finishing with this. Genesis chapter 5. I want you to look at this and then we are done. I promise. Two minutes. <laughs> Two seconds. 
Genesis chapter 5. Are you ready? Listen to this. This is the book of the generation of Adam. In the day that God created man. Notice this. Generations of Adam. There's, There's one person. How are you talking about generations? This is all spiritual vision. This is the book of generations of Adam. In the day God created man. In the likeness of God made he him. In the day God created man, singular. In the likeness of God made he him, verse 2. Male and female created he them. And blessed them. And called their name what? Adam. In the day they were created. God named one person. God won't come and tell you you are a millionaire. He just put it inside of you. The day you see, you say, mm, millions. Oh, God brings it out of you. Say, be fruitful and multiply. See, I think I should go to the overflow. Some I people not. Overflow. Maybe Canada, Canada. Revelation Canada. Are you listening to this? Yes. If you don't see it. If you do not see it, if you do not see it, yes. Jesus said it like this. They have ears, but they cannot hear. They have eyes, but they can't see. So seeing, they cannot see. Hearing, they cannot hear. Have you ever noticed, like, especially I know culturally with our people, we do this all the time. They'll be looking at something. But there will be something playing in the background. They will turn down the music so that they can see clearly. Yes. Yes. It's actually a spiritual thing. You know that. Because your vision will always be clouded by the voices that is. Come on. Teaching too good, prophet. I will be a millionaire, but you hear a voice saying, our economy is so bad. You say, yeah, actually. It just messed up your whole vision. Being realistic doesn't pay people. It has never aided anybody from the beginning of the world to this point. Dream. See visions. Can you hear me? Yes. Dream and see what? Visions. Dream and see what? Visions. You have to dream and you have to see visions. That is why you find every great inventor was, dream, was a dreamer. Yes. The greatest creators are dreamers. The greatest innovators are dreamers. Nothing you see in our world today was made without somebody with a vision. Everything you see was caused by somebody who had a vision. Where is your vision? You are the child of God. Where is yours? Where is yours? Why are you allowing struggle, difficult times to determine your vision? Why are you, why are you allowing society and what is happening to be the boundaries of how far your mind can think? They can stop you physically. They cannot stop you spiritually. 
Amen. If your mind can go there, your body will follow. Amen. I receive. Just because physically, sometimes physically you can't move, you feel stuck. It's actually an advantage so that you can use another part of you. Because if everything is flowing, you may forget to dream. God will shut doors in order for you to use something else. When you start using the inner eye, you will see beyond seas and oceans. You won't need a visa. You won't need a passport. You won't even need a plane. Is somebody listening to me? Yes. That's major, Papa. I remember who, who I, I, I don't know if it was, uh, I don't know if it was when me and you were talking. Uh, I, no, I, we were talking to, there's a, there's a brother of mine, good friend, his name is Dr. Joe Benjamin. We were speaking on the phone while going to the airport. And uh, was it yesterday or Friday night? Saturday morning. Uh, and we were on the phone and we were talking, he had just visited from the UK, he's in um, New York, and he was doing some business there. And we were talking and he was like, Prof, you know the funny thing is that some didn't see it, but some of us saw the hand of God on you a long time ago. All these things that are happening, I remember we used to talk about it. You've been singing the so- same song over and over again. I don't know if you remember, Van, in the car. He was t- you've been singing the same song over and over again. This is more than 10 years ago. He is telling me that you don't remember telling me all these things. You've been singing the same song over and over again. You see, when you see it, you see it. It doesn't matter what anybody thinks. What matters is what you think. It doesn't matter what anybody says. What matters is what you say. Come on. If you will decide this, if you will decide this, if you will make your mind up concerning this, Your whole life, your whole life will be a whole lot different. Will be a whole lot different. Don't have empty words. If you tell somebody, I'll be there for you, you have already measured all the things that could happen and you've made up your mind. Don't just say words. Say words that you have seen a vision. It has to be like that. Just because you produced a child doesn't make you a parent. A parent is somebody that has already thought of how they will raise up, how they are going to go to school, how they will go to college, how they can live even after you are gone. That's what a parent thinks. Doesn't think that I will always be there. No. Everything I do, everything I do concerning my son, his cousins who are also my sons, and I have already thought time beyond my time a hundred percent that is what being a parent is i have already laid groundwork that whatever even happens to me it's all good they are still going in the right direction that is what having a vision is 
just producing a nye, nye, nye means nothing. You know, some people now, and, and this is sad because some people now have made it a cool thing to have a child. It's like having pets. Yet yeah, this is destinies. World changes. But you are just thinking of quenching your need to have a child. It's evil. It's evil. I want you to stand up. And I want you to look to God and I want you to pray. And your prayer will be extremely simple before the Lord. You will tell the Lord, Father, give me the ability to dream again. Give me the ability to see visions with the inner eye again. The beliefs I used to have of where I was going, I lost it because of the difficult times in my life. But I'm ready to look beyond that. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, Lord Jesus. Restore me. Restore my mind. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Thanks for joining us. We trust that what you have received today will change your life forever. Please follow us on social media at Prophet Lovi and Revelation Church LA for updates, events, and teachings. If you are interested in connecting with this teaching, head over to ProfitLovi.com or RevelationChurchLA.org and click on Giving. Heal Conference is coming up. Registered at ProfitLovi.com. See you there.